Welcome to On The Record, episode 251. Today we sit down with special guest, Cola. Music, life, and you style. Art. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So you're in your hometown. Right. During your city's best weather. Mm-hmm. At a local food joint. Mm-hmm. And music starts to play. Right. Where are you? What are you eating? And what music is in the background? I'm most likely at the flea market on Berryessa. And I am eating... Well, I'm not eating. I'm probably drinking some strawberry horchata. Okay. Super fire. Whoa, they have strawberry horchata? Bro. What? Yeah. The little uh, frutas and, yeah, yeah. and the juice stands. Mm-hmm. They have all the all the flavors. Strawberry horchata. It will change your life. Wow. I cannot. So for people that don't know where he, what he's talking about, he's in San Jose. I'm in San Jose. At the flea market in the east side. Mm-hmm. Drinking strawberry horchata. Strawberry horchata. Maybe some tacos too, you know. And what music is playing? Like Some mariachi? mariachi, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right, I don't, cool. I don't know the words. I don't know the the artist. I don't know anything, but I know, I know what it is. It's got rhythm. Yeah, exactly. It's and it's cool. probably live too if you're at the flea market because they're gonna yeah, they have those stage. stages, right? That's right. Oh wow, so that's that's the picture. whoa. All right. Cool. <laughs> if your music or your sound were a color, mm-hmm. what color would that be? Um, it's impossible to say because it would be so many different colors. It would be more like a pack of Starburst or Skittles, but probably Starburst because they have more colors. Just a burst of color. Yeah, because it's like, you know, on a project, like my philosophy is, because I, I definitely see music as colors. I figure I would want my project or my mixtape to be up like a pack of Starburst. So each song is a different color because you don't want you the go. whole thing to sound orange. You don't want all to sound pink. You know, you need some some blues in there, some some oranges as well, and some greens and whatnot. So Yo, that's, and your music sounds like that. My man. You know what I mean? You, thank you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely got texture. If you had to build a team of music superheroes, who would be in your squad of five? Dang, dude, that's a hard that's a hard question. Okay. Um wow. 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 I would probably have to say Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. Because hey. he's just like on another level. Uh-huh. And so he would be like more in studio, kinda like I would let him executive produce the thing, the project. Um, so so me, um, Trent Reznor. Um, we would get Kirk Cobain in there too, and he would probably, you know, do, be on vocals and some guitar. We'd probably have to get, um, shoot, man, this is such a tough question. Um, okay, so who do we got so far? We got Kirk Cobain, Trent Reznor, me. Um, I want to say we're gonna have to get Stevie Wonder. Oh, okay, just because he's a genius, dude. Right. Like we would make this such epic music. Like the arrangements of of songs and like the chord progressions would be on another level. Um, and, and then fifth would be, people might not even know who this is, but I'd probably have to go with Frank Zappa. Okay. He's like a legendary, he's, he's no longer alive, but he's just like a legendary artist from like, he was big in the seventies and the eighties and even like the sixties low key, but he's on another level. He was like writing his own orchestras and stuff. And he just has some funky, like, uh, like jazz rock type stuff that's a lesson on music 101 by cola right there (laughs) there's something there dude Mm -hmm. there's something there and it's like um it's just a matter of time in a few years or or a few months (laughs) you know what i mean yeah yeah. you never know what's gonna happen you know what i mean one instrument that you think will describe your sound what is that instrument right now that would best describe the piano 
just because we're kind of taking it back to basics and it's i mean the piano is just the simplest instrument but it but it covers everything right and um, i'm a huge huge fan of like just just keys man progression scales like just just taking it back to basics so just a a classic sounding grand piano grand piano yeah it has to be grand doesn't have to be upright. It could be. It, it could be. It could be upright. Midi. You know. It could be maybe an electric keyboard yeah. too. As long as you got keys. So yeah. Like. So yeah, you're, you really are taking it back to basics. Yeah. Like all the way. Like the essential. One. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> nice. Now I know you have your cult. Right. Right. Good cult. Considering that it is a fashion line, right? Or it's a clothing line. Mm-hmm. See, the people that I look up to are people that are able to encompass like this entire universe and are able to create on so many different platforms. So I'm talking about people like Pharrell, obviously, what he's right. done in, in music and in fashion and even in like film as far as, you know, scoring like movies and, and doing soundtracks. Um, and then uh, people like people like Rob Zombie, even like in the rock world and how he, he just has classic horror movies. Yeah. You know, classic movies. Um, yeah. People like like that, like uh like Kevin Smith, who's directed like Mallrats, uh, Clerks, Dogma, and he's got like podcasts and like TV shows, and just people that are able to just like have such a wide range of of um, platforms, and and so the, you know that's what I like. That's what I'm aiming for with having the the brand as well as doing the music. Thank you guys for joining us on this episode of On the Record. We have special guest Cola in the studio. You being a musician from San Jose, mm-hmm. uh, people underestimate the quality of music that comes out of San Jose. There's a lot of ego that is in the creative world. Oh yeah, for especially sure. in the Bay Area. Yeah, dude. I think a lot of people here hold a lot of pride in their mm-hmm. I'm from the Bay and I'm creative mm-hmm. and you can't <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to know how to get in the biz. Well, and that's and that's the thing about the Bay Area is like we don't really have any industry out here, so everyone's kind of like on this independent hype. Yep. And it's like it's cool until like that only lasts so long. And it's like, all right, what about the business side of things? So. Yeah, everybody's got to get paid. For sure. You know, for and sure. you have to find that medium mm-hmm. where you can get paid and um, not compromise a lot of your work. No, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, you want to keep that creative control, but at the same time, you have to set up some type of like business strategy where you can live. Nurture your creative, mm-hmm. but make sure that you read the books on the business. Definitely. I think it's important. You know, you you have to do that. How fundamental is music to your existence it's pretty fundamental um but like i'm like i've always been an artist ever since i was a little kid not just in music i really didn't even start making music until like my last year in high school i mean i played drums low-key and like trumpet when i was younger but i never really gravitated to an instrument or making music per se but i was always fascinated and was like really like i always got a's in art class and then like all my other classes were like C's okay. and, and it's just because I just loved art. And, um, it was crazy. Like we, I found a bunch of stuff in my uncle's basement recently, just drawings, dude. I was like drawing monsters and like these crazy detailed creatures and characters when I was, <laughs> when I was in like second grade. So art has always been in just like ex- creative expression has always been a big part of my life. Listening to music. I have to have like even not, not even my own music, yeah. like listening to music, like in the car yeah. or just like at the house. It's like a drug for me for like straight up. Yeah. Like 
<laughs> like when when my phone's not loading and I'm like trying to play something, I'm like I get like the world crumbles. Yeah, like I feel oh, like I'm going through withdrawals. I'm like, come on, oh. like, right, come on, come on. Take us through that epiphany moment in which the significance of music in your life was presented. That moment when a fire was ignited in you to be a part of music. So not to listen to music, not to appreciate or learn to appreciate music. Mm. But when was it that you had that epiphany moment and you woke up and said, you know what, I need to write music. I need to produce. I need to be in the studio. When I was about to graduate high school and I was and I had just started making hip hop music and I was like, wow, I could I could really do this. Mm-hmm. Like I could like I'm actually pretty good at this. Like yeah. what triggered it? Um, just peer pressure. <laughs> peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, peer pressure because I had I had some friends and they would like freestyle at, at lunch and they would always try to encourage me to do it, but I was pretty shy, so I was like, nah, man, nah. And then, and but they like pressured me. Come on, just spit something, spit something, spit something. So I was like, all right. And then like I would just spit something, and there's and and there's like a certain energy that comes with you know freestyling with like a group of people. Um, and I was like, this is kind of fun. And then I started writing, and I just like, I just fell in love with it, and um, it was my outlet at that point. Were you nervous about being in front of people, or, or you just yeah. knew that that was yeah. No, super nervous, dude. Yeah, I still am. Like, I'm, I'm a fairly like introverted person. Yeah. Um, you like when you perform, it's like all of that kind of just goes away. Yeah. In that moment. <laughs> so, but, you, do you care about the judgment? No, no, not at all. I used to though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I used to, but at this point, I'm at a point in my life now where I'm pretty aware of who I am and like my strengths and weaknesses and who I want to be and like I'm past being like pressured and and um caring what other people think like i'm just gonna do what feels right to me that translates to the music and vice versa as well nice have you ever pursued any music training or any education in yeah music? um did. yeah i went to i went to city college in san francisco and i got a sound recording certificate okay i didn't get the certificate though because i completed all of the courses yeah but the last class for some reason in the system my name didn't register so i didn't get my credits and i like hit up my teacher and the people and they're like oh sorry like it's already closed we, and like oh. i took the class but for some reason it didn't pop up and give me give me the credits so i was bugging them for it for a while but i got the education so i figured you know that's what matters got at the-, the end of the day uh, you you're making music exactly what challenges have you encountered you have to be able to deal with rejection and just, you know just be told being told yeah. no all the time um and then like having to straight up disagree with those people and be like nah you're wrong right and 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 even when like people continuously tell you no you have to be right and like a million people have to be wrong you stand in your yeah. conviction exactly a hundred percent so you yeah you kind of just have to check in with yourself and, and make sure that like you are on the right path um it's just a matter of time has there ever been a moment when you have thought about giving up yeah like you have to convince yourself before you can any convince anybody else. So once you convince yourself, then you can start to convince the people around you yep. and you could build a little team. Yep. And then together you guys got to convince the people around you, like your, your hometown or whoever's listening. And then at that point, then you can convince the rest of the world that you're a real thing. But it starts with convincing yourself. You and there's levels feel, to it. It's, yeah, there's levels to it. It's like, you just got to keep going. I've been kind of reading some books and, and, and trying to practice you know, like positive, they say you are, you, you become what you think, right? So positive thought, you attract positive things. Negativity obviously brings negativity. So it's like, at that point, it's like, if you can just train yourself to like think positive as often as possible, like naturally your things, good things will happen. It's the law of attraction. Yeah, straight up. It's like, it's like scientific. It is. It's all frequencies, you know? 
Yeah. So, so it's like just when you doubt and you have fear, it's just going to multiply and it's just going to get worse. And so, and I feel like, I feel like most people, including myself, I feel like, you know, half the time it's like, oh, everything's positive. I'm good. Half the time it's like, oh, wait, what am I doing? Like, oh no. So then you kind of like just stay in the middle. You never really go all the way to one side, which is kind of weird. So I'm just trying to cut out all fear, negativity, doubt out of my, out of my thinking. And it's like, naturally positive things should, you know, attract. It's, it's easy to get discouraged when you have like 20 people listening to your track. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Or you're not getting your expectations are just getting in the way. Mm-hmm. It, it can be discouraging to a lot of people. For it's sure. You staying in the game regardless. Mm-hmm. That's going to gain that respect from people. Yeah. And consistency too. Yeah. And that's what I'm starting to learn is just being consistent, releasing stuff on like a, on a constant at a constant pace. And yeah. Going on Twitter and saying, hi guys, I'm here. That's and that's kind of where we're at now. We're just trying to like stay super consistent with releasing stuff. Because to be honest with you, there was a point not too long ago where I was just like petrified to release anything because I have this little scenario. We had a publicist out in LA. We spent a lot of money and it just failed miserably and it just like it just crumbled and fell apart. So now here we are back to square one. And we're like, we have all this content. We have X amount of videos. We have a whole project. We have all these songs let's just get back to it and release it. And, and so I, I had to overcome that fear because yeah. it's like, we didn't, you know, I was like, all right, we got a publicist. This is it. Now we're going to get it out to all the people that we were trying to reach. And uh, it was not the answer. It was not the answer that I was looking yeah. for. And so sometimes, you know, you got to take it back to basics. You had a lot of music out there before anybody paid attention. Right. What was different about no such thing? Um, Each one gets better. You know what the difference was is that I started to learn how to songwrite at that point. Okay. Be- be- whereas before all the other all the other mixtapes were literally just beats and verses and beats and verses and verses and beats and the same like, you know, first chorus, verse chorus type thing. Um, no such thing as the first project where we actually like sat down collectively and worked on choruses. Songs were like more conceptual and um and it, so yeah, I mean that songwriting, I was working on writing songs instead of just rapping. The other 13 mixtapes or the other, uh, all the other songs get released? Well, yeah, because when I made it, it was like the best thing I had. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is hard. And it's out there. It's, I mean, most of it, most of it. I read that your focus is empowerment, positivity, and self-love. That positivity and self-love, right? it definitely resonates with growing up in the Bay Area. Yeah, dude. Um, just growing up, like, you know, learning that you can... You could live so so much more of a happy life and you can affect people's lives for the better by um, encouraging like self-love and, and compassion and things of that nature. Dude, it's, it's so much it's so much more chill than like always having to be on your toes and like having anxiety and like stressing out and like not wanting to trust people and like making a big deal out of little things. That's not yeah. life. That's that's so lame. You know who someone who's like really well first off i want to say that there's already so much negativity in the world so like why do we like why would you need to add to that right so we got to you know combat that with the positivity like you said in like kendrick kendrick's music or someone who is spreading a message of of empowerment Lil yachty dude yeah Lil yachty right that like hella positive like that's what i'm talking about he's like he has such a carefree essence to his to his music and just like who he is and it's like, man, like that, that inspires me. What is the most satisfying moment so far in your career? I haven't had any. Not yet. No, none, none, not yet. No, like that's not a bad thing. I don't feel like I want to celebrate or I won't feel satisfied until I 
accomplish something great until I accomplish something monumental. And I haven't done go. that yet. I'm just going to be go. honest. Like, I've, I've had some cool little, you know, like, interactions, people telling me how my music affected them, which is, like, beautiful. It's amazing when, like, someone reaches out to me right. like that. That, that. that would probably be the most satisfying thing so far. But um, as far as, like, moments or accolades or anything like that, which the acc- accolades don't matter, but just some type of milestone. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't had those yet, but I know I will. And, and once I do, I'll, I'll have an answer for you. <laughs> there you go. If you could go back in time and give a younger you some advice about the musical journey that you're done. Do it now. Don't don't go out. Don't go out. Don't do that. Just stay in the house and get better. And what words of advice do you have for somebody feeling inspired by you to pursue their creative journey? What advice would you give a kid that is wanting to step into this journey? Shoot, in the end of the day, like, as corny as it sounds, life comes at you fast, I think it is does. what they say. It does. And it's like, it's like, bro, you know, it you does. could, you could mess around for a couple hours or excuse me for a couple years, but you might as well, like, like if you really want to be successful in this, get your work done first and then play later. You have been listening to On the Record with special guest Cola on episode 251. Tell us where we can find you on social media. You can find me on social media. My handle is full name Cola. C-O-L-A, full name Cola, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud is Soda Poppy. There you go. We're there. Cola, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, dude. Put us on some game. What albums, songs, or artists are you listening to right now that you would want people to listen to? Dude, Cody Shane from, uh, I think it's the sailing team, Lil Yachty's little crew, mm-hmm. Cody Shane. Yeah. She's so raw. Yeah. She is so raw. She's a great singer, like just all around artist. Um, Cody Shane for sure. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There you have it, Cola from San Jose. Thank you for listening to On The Record, episode 251. If you are digging the episode and you have something to say, please let me know. I'm on Twitter at KidNinjalos. You can also comment here below. Thank you for listening to On The Record.